Sometimes we have to find highly extraordinary options to meet a client's requests. Once we even obtained a humanitarian visa for a foreign national and coordinated transit entry into Russia from a closed country. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Alrud Podcast, Be Aware and Share. My name is Irina Anuhina. I'm partner at Alrud Law Firm. And today we are here to discuss migration issues that remain acute despite any global challenges. I'm delighted to introduce to you our experts, Margarita Giazarova, expert of labor and employment practice at Alrud, and Anastasia Petrova, an expert of labor and employment team and data protection and cybersecurity practice of Alrud. Migration legislation in Russia is quite complex uh, due to a very wide range of laws and procedures. There are different procedures for obtaining the relevant migration permits to visit or work in Russia. This mostly depends on uh, foreigners' nationality, the purpose of their visit. In addition, Russian legislation has a variety of obligations to provide notification to the migration authorities. Moreover, migration issues during the COVID-19 era have led to special rules for foreign nationals to enter Russia. Meanwhile, there is uh, still a high level of liability for non-compliance with migration requirements. For example, one of the significant novelties of recent months is the mandatory medical examination and uh, fingerprinting of all foreign nationals entering Russia for work purposes or for any other purposes, but uh, in case they intend to stay in Russia for a period of up to 90 days. So let me propose to start our discussion by discussing general migration rules that are now effective in Russia. And um, let's focus more on issues of business and labor migration. Thank you, Irina. Let me start. Generally, foreign nationals coming to Russia must provide legalization documents to legally stay here. If a foreign national comes to Russia for business purposes, for example, to participate in business meetings, negotiations and so on, this person must obtain a business visa. This type of visa allows for stay of up to 90 days in Russia, starting from the entry date. As regards work purposes, Russian law stipulates those foreign nationals may only work in Russia with a special migration permit. Foreign nationals are allowed to work in Russia based on a work permit and a work visa, which enable foreign nationals to remain in Russia during the period of their employment activity. Both migration permits are equally necessary. Russian law offers two procedures to obtain migration permits, work permit and work visa, standard procedure and simplified procedure. The standard procedure is very formal and has multiple stages. It generally takes three to four months. The work permit and work visa issued under this procedure is valid for up to one year. Foreign nationals applying for a work permit under the standard procedure must pass a test to confirm their knowledge of the Russian language, history of Russia and basics of Russian law. The simplified procedure applies to foreign highly qualified specialists. A highly qualified specialist is a foreign national who has experience, skills and achievements in particular areas. However, the main qualification requirement to use this procedure is having a salary of at least 167,000 rubles per month, and uh, this salary must be paid under local payroll, under an employment or civil contract, depending on the engagement. 
This procedure is less complicated and faster. It takes around one or two months. The work permit issued for a highly qualified specialist is valid for up to three years, as is the work visa, since it is issued for the term of validity of the work permit. The work visa for a highly qualified specialist is multiple entry from the date of issuance, and this procedure is the most used one, as it is more convenient. Thank you, colleagues. Anastasia, Irina, thank you for this introduction and comments. And I would like to add a bit that the migration regime very much depends on the type of country a foreigner comes from. From the point of view of Russian regulation, I may say there are three main groups of countries. Visa countries, those from which Russian visa is required for entry. Visa-free countries, those from which no visa is required for entry. And so-called union countries, for example, from countries which are participants of Eurasian Economic Union. And citizens of the union countries, they are equal labor and business rights with Russian citizens. They can enter and work in Russia without any additional migration formalities. If various with visa and union foreigners, as they commonly called, everything is quite clear, the foreigners from visa-free countries are subject to a special patent regime. This regime implies that a foreigner obtains on their own a patent to work in Russia in the region of their choice, and then they get a job. A patent is a sort of migration permit and the only document that is required for such foreigners, and it may be issued for up to one year and then can be prolonged. I think it's also worth mentioning that regardless of the regime of entry to Russia, there are general rules for all foreign workers. For example, the employer must notify the migration authorities about hiring or dismissal of such employees, and they must register with the migration authorities at their place of stay. I think it's the right time to say a few words about business migration. As uh, in the rest of the world, Russia has a system of purpose for entry, and this system is of great importance for compliance with migration law. In practice, we often encounter situations where foreigners sent to Russia using tourist visas, when in fact they have a business visa planned. In terms of the law, this is a severe violation of entry rules of Russia, which can result in even deportation and ban on entry. Contrary to popular belief, it's not any harder to obtain a business visa than a tourist visa. And in addition, for a number of countries, there are still facilitated options for obtaining such kind of visas. Violation of migration regime leads to complex negative consequences, which often end up in protracted court cases, which we conduct for our clients. However, in such cases, it's important to understand that the struggle is for the alleviation of liability, but not for its complete elimination. That is why this area of life requires strict adherence to the rules. Thank you so much for these practical hints. You probably will agree that uh, COVID has made adjustments to our lives and migration issues are no exception. The question is, how did or did new pandemic era change the migration environment in Russia? You are right, Irina. At present, the government's special COVID order remains in effect in Russia. The order stipulates a list of countries with open borders. This means that Russia has allowed flights to resume with such countries. So only foreign nationals who have citizenship or another document confirming the right to permanent residence, for example, a residence permit in a country from this list, may enter Russia, just as it was before COVID. 
If a country is not on the list, foreign nationals from these countries may only enter Russia on special grounds and in some cases after receiving approval from the relevant ministry. Such special grounds apply to members of diplomatic missions, highly qualified specialists who hold valid Russian work permits, as well as people who intend to undergo treatment at medical institutions or to care for close relatives who are ill. However, we have managed to obtain permit documents and the necessary approvals for foreign nationals to enter Russia even from closed countries. We always try to take a comprehensive look at the situation and find any available legal option for entering Russia. Sometimes we have to find highly extraordinary options to meet a client's requests. Once we even obtained a humanitarian visa for a foreign national and coordinated transit entry into Russia from a closed country. Yeah, I agree that the current realities require a more creative approach from lawyers, compliant and creative skills. Of course, the legislation is moving along despite the global changes we are all witnessing. Are there any significant changes on the immigration agenda at the moment? Yeah, there are some. Although the COVID is already almost behind us, its stain is still on everyday life. And for example, the new rules regarding medical checks for foreigners are still high on the agenda. End of December 2021, there are new obligations for nationals who have entered Russia after these dates. And this new rules implies medical checks and uh, fingerprinting and photographing. This rule applies for employees who are entering Russia for work purposes, including highly qualified specialists who are always quite simplified in all their other procedures, and for employee, for foreigners who are entering Russia for other purposes not related to employment, but in case their stay will be longer than 90 days, 90 calendar days, of course. The requirements of both the medical examination and state fingerprint registration with a photographing depends on the specific category of foreign national. Foreign nationals who have arrived for work purposes must undergo these procedures within 30 calendar days from the date of their entry. And um, for those who are coming just to stay in Russia for alternative purposes, but for more than 90 days, they have the period of time to do these uh, old procedures, which is 90 days from the date of the entry, so before they leave. If there are any documented valid reasons, these deadlines may be extended. But practice shows that the migration authorities, they are quite flexible at the moment of time. It should also be pointed out that mandatory state fingerprint registration and photographing can only be completed after medical checks are finalized and the foreign national has relevant documents at hand. Yeah, and also under the current regulations, the medical examination must be taken every three months, while fingerprint registration is done once, regardless of the number of entries and exits. However, the migration authorities have reported that the Ministry of Health will change the frequency of the medical examination to once a year, instead of every three months as originally planned. Nevertheless, the requirement to pass a medical examination every three months is now in force. There is a specific list of medical organizations and territorial divisions of the Ministry of Internal Affairs that can conduct these procedures. The procedures cannot be performed at the organizations other than the ones on the list. The risks are quite high for foreign nationals who fail to comply with the new rules. They could have their stay in Russia reduced. 
In this case, the foreign nationals would be required to leave Russia within three days from the date such a decision is made. Foreign nationals who fail to leave Russia within this period would be subject to deportation and may also be potentially banned from entering Russia for up to five years. Besides this, I think we have uh, also a good proposal from our lawmakers. So currently they uh, consider an initiative which is dedicated to simplification of work of IT specialists in Russia. And actually it is proposed to allow IT specialists who are foreign nationals to work for Russian IT companies which have special accreditation without work permit. Thank you for our discussion today and for highlighting uh, key migration aspects uh, under Russian laws. The COVID situation and new requirements have a direct impact on migration issues. And uh, we all agree and uh, realize that the businesses should uh, use some adaptive approaches when thinking and pre-planning the mobility of their personnel across borders, to use some uh, more flexible approaches to ensure that there are no impacts on uh, cross-border transfers of uh, staff members. We are glad you were here with us today. We appreciate your attendance. Thank you for joining. You are welcome to listen to our episodes on, on the Alru website, where there are lots of uh, useful information for business needs. You are also welcome to listen to our podcasts on iTunes, Google and Yandex Music. If you have any questions, comments or suggestions, feel free to reach out to us via podcasts at alrut.com. Let's stay in touch and we look forward to seeing you and talking to you on actual issues during our next episodes of Be Aware and Share. We wish you all a very nice day.